0: Do you fear the zombie
1: uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive.
0: This is Zompocalypse now.
1: Okay, so I am Tim Harvey. All right. Dustin. And this is Apocalypse Now, and we are going to talk about the second episode, or at least this is episode... Third. uh, Third, yes. I guess this is episode 10 of the season, I think, something like that. And um, if last week's episode was kind of the best episode of the season, of the show, show so 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 far. um, In fact, that's actually how uh, the article on Sci-Fi for Me reads, is best episode of this of so far? Mm-hmm. Um this was not. No. I will say this is better
0: than Nick wandering about in the desert. This is true. Because but a lot of that goodness rests on Alicia's shoulders.
1: Uh, yeah. Um first of all, let's just let's just get this out of the way. The whole Travis Chris storyline is only going to work if we actually have Travis look at Chris and say you're a sociopath. I can't have you around people. That's why
0: we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Why we're living... Why I've decided to take you out into the to a farm and
1: keep you on a farm. You crazy. And this is not what's happening. No. So again, um, much like last week, we have multiple storylines going yeah. on. Yeah. Well, two. Yeah. And this particular case, it is uh,
0: Travis and Chris. Mm-hmm. And... Alicia and her new best friend Elena the hotel manager. Ophelia has decided to go up to the presidential suite and have her nails done or something or something. She found a place where she can stare off into the middle distance and be sad <laughs> all
1: by herself cuz she is nowhere to be seen. No, um, and there's a good chance she's dead. But who knows? I don't know. I I've, I've been saying that
0: probably o- Ophelia should be have should have been not alive for a while now, like yeah. her whole point, I don't understand has seems to have been to stand around and and feel bad about herself or feel bad about her situation, and like we just we just don't have the time.
1: we don't we no. don't people <laughs> yeah, it's just it's there's there's two stories happening tonight. one is interesting. And one is an example of everything that this show, the, the Walking Dead franchise, does wrong. Does wrong. Every single thing.
0: Do we want to talk about the part we liked or the part that made me want to stab you in the face? And I only well, I, say I'm that not because aware of Tim the stabbing is the me only one in here. The face. I'm not and, sure. No, wait. And <laughs> like, like Chris, I have decided that I'm going to lash out at the people around oh, me. Oh, God. When it's really not that
1: necessary. So let, no, let's let's talk about Travis and Chris because this is oh, the worst Jesus. part of the episode. Let's get let's let's again let's get oh, this out okay, of the way. Let's do it. So they're off walking around. That's Travis, we do. Travis has got his feet are wounded because he did run after Chris and he like Barefoot, and so this was not a great plan, but it was the one he went with, and, and then, now he's uh, in pain. Yeah,
0: and and then then they blew up his shoes, so he doesn't have any shoes.
1: Oh, yes, apparently. So, they did. They blew up his shoes. Well, But he's got shoes now. Yes. And and he is stumbling along, and even though Chris you know, shows a little bit of compassion for another human being here by asking if he's okay, um, him showing compassion to his father, or at least concern to his father, has never mm-hmm. been the issue. Right. Um, but now we get, they find a car. And
0: there's a mini-mart not too far away. Right. And so Chris is like, I'm going to go to the mini-mart and check it out. And Travis is like, no, stay with me. Let's do the car first. Then let's go check out the mini-mart. And Chris is like, you don't own me, Dad. And he goes stumbling over there. And he finds... Travis
1: Travis sits there and goes, fine, and hands him a piece of rebar.
0: Yeah. So the, uh, the owners of the place are lying on the floor dead. Now how long they've been dead or the situation why they died is questionable Mm -hmm. you don't know you don't know but travis or chris does hear kids some people in the back talking right and so he sees like some beans and some water and so he like fills his backpack up with that stuff and then some walkers start stumbling in and uh he kills one and then one of the dudes the dude bros comes out of the kitchen and sees them and chris does save
1: him he does from one of those he actually does
0: and then he runs away Mm -hmm. and like gets the car and they drive away does
1: not tell his father that he saw other live human beings he said i saw the infected and i ran right like you told me to dad And so, yes, like you told me, too. Doesn't say that he killed
0: one. Doesn't say that he saw some other people and some dead bodies that were not infected, just dead. Or
1: that he stole from the people who were alive. Right.
0: Until later, when the car breaks down, inevitably, because every car on A Walking Dead show has to
1: break down. Now, in justification for this, it ran out of gas. Ah. So, this is actually... More accurate than any other time we've seen a car in The Walking Dead, because these cars run on gas and it's expired years ago, blah, blah, blah. But we also get treated to a nice little driving lesson. Oh, right, because
0: or Travis believes fully with his whole dumb heart that they are going to be able to come back from this, that, that eventually the world will repair itself. And so he wants to teach Chris how to drive. With his whole dumb, stupid, <laughs> pointless heart, he believes this.
1: Uh, it is, it is really hard to watch this whole section here because it gets worse. So they they go off, and I don't know if this was just really bad planning or set design or something, but I've been out, outside. At night, with the moon in the sky, in places that don't have cities, I've gone, I've gone camping. Mm-hmm. You can't I, hear me nodding. I've been in. The, I've been in the mountains. I've been in. the... I, you know, nod. Uh, yes, yeah, and nod. Um, and when you go out, and the sun and the moon is in the sky, there's a lot of light. Mm. Nowhere near as much light as we got in this scene. This scene is like clearly mit, lit by uh, expensive lighting gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, uh, we've mentioned this,
0: Tim and I have both been. On night shoots. Yes. Where we have lit night skies yes, to look like they have a full moon in the sky. Mm-hmm. And you do that with one or two very strategically placed lights. This was, yeah, this is,
1: no, this is, it looked really bad. And then our heroes, or or Travis and Chris anyway, mm-hmm. um, they start a fire in the middle of nowhere. Now, admittedly, there, are, there, there aren't the people around, right. so, you know. But, uh... Car shows up. Turns out it's the guys from the... Yeah.
0: And and Nick's all like... Or Chris is all like, oh, no, Dad! These are the guys I stole that food from! And Travis is like, what? (laughs) And and so they, uh... They hide, Uh, and then one of the dude bros is like, hey, we're not gonna do nothing to you. Thanks for stealing from us. Now come and hang out. Let's go hang out with the stealing. And so they all come out, and they, like, have dinner. You know how there's some,
1: again, you know, there's some actors who you the, the your first impression when you look at that actor, through no fault of their own, this is just the way this person's face is built, and you look at this person and go, "You are not playing a trustworthy individual." No, you look at them and you go, "Oh no, yeah. <laughs> like, these oh, guys are all crap. terrible." You could just tell. and when he
0: introduced his friends, he's like, "I'm Brandon, and this is whose is what, and this is Baby James." I was
1: like, oh, God. Yeah. And, you know, last week I complained about uh, the sort of twisting of religion. Right. Okay. This week I'm going to point out that the the stereotype of the ugly American... Yes. ...was very much on display tonight. The stereotype of the ugly
0: American lived. Oh. Uh, lived I mean, and its oh, name was just, Baby James. Oh,
1: all just terrible. And Chris and, is like... Cool! I found my people. <laughs> yes. and Travis is like, uh, oh no, god. no, no.
0: <laughs> Travis is legitimately, legitimately like, oh god, Chris found his people. <laughs> because Chris oh, wants to like, he's like, let's join these guys. Let's go back to America and rebuild our civilization. Because they're from San Diego. Like we
1: planned. And Travis is like, we saw San Diego burn. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere to go back to. And they're like, we gotta go back and rebuild. Okay, sure. And tra- Chris is all about it. It's all about it, but Travis wants to take Chris off somewhere where they can be alone and away from people because Travis knows his son is a sociopath. No, well, he knows that Chris <laughs> has taken to killing things much more than he would rather. No, I think he's. I think he's kind of sure he kid, kids should not be around people because they right. have that conversation about you know you know we need to be around people. Daddy's like, well You were around people, Chris. <laughs> he's like, well, you can't him. blame me for all the murders. It's. Like, just because I stare at the female members of the family holding sharp objects doesn't mean there's anything
0: bad going on. No, okay. Um, here is something. I have to stop right now for a second. How old is Chris? Because I was under the impression that we were starting with a 17-year-old or something. Somewhere in there. But Travis is like, I guess I should
1: teach you how to drive. I mean, Which, lives, well, living in L.A., a lot of times... Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, there's... I'm, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing because... LA is kind of a city that requires a car, but there's also some public transit, so I guess it just depends.
0: Who knows? I um, I think we're supposed to now assume that 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 Chris is 14 or 15 years old when I even know. that is not. And let's face it, this kid has been been falling off the edge of the planet since the
1: first episode of this show. Yeah, and I think we tonight, if nothing else, if there's one good thing out of tonight, it's that Travis got a good long look at his son and he saw this for himself. Right. Because before he was just hearing about it from, from Madison. hmm And so when they... He doesn't want to go with these guys because he doesn't trust them. And Chris wants to go with them. Right. And so they get in the truck and they're going to drop them off at the next town. Right. And they have this pseudo bonding moment thing which is kind of,
0: you know. Yeah. And Brandon and Travis have this conversation where it's like where he's like, you know, we're kings now. Like this world is gonna allow us to be the people we wanna be. Like right, so... we're gonna we're gonna survive the zombie apocalypse. Who doesn't want to survive the zombie apocalypse? And Travis is like i don't <laughs> want to, I'd, I'd like to go back to my pretty blonde girlfriend and try and figure out our lives and
1: um it's just not gonna happen yeah so they get to not the next town but the farm they find one and it's a nice looking farm and travis is like hey
0: there's water here there's crops here chris let's stay here and like try and survive until things and Chris is like no I want to go with the dude bros and meanwhile the dude bros find chickens in the far in
1: the barn in yeah in the barn so Chris goes off to help them catch chickens Travis walks around the bar, the farm a little more to, to to check it out and he stumbles across three graves
0: yes and they're obviously the graves of whoever owned the farm's family and they are obviously fresh graves and they even say 2010 which is supposedly the year we're in And uh, so Travis goes to find everyone, and they're confronted by the farmer. Who does not speak English. And Travis speaks just enough Spanish to try and, like... Diffuse the situation. Diffuse the situation. And so everybody's kind of standing around, like, trying to figure it out. And baby James snaps the chicken's neck... And the farmer shoots him in the leg. Mm-hmm. And so Chris shoots the farmer.
1: And it's not a shoot him, then he's dead. It's shoot him, and then he dies. So there's a bit of a time lapse. A moment of two. Where he's just bleeding out on the floor. And Travis yeah. drops to his knees. And he looks into the eyes of this man who was dying. And
0: sees that this is just a man who was trying to live.
1: You know, it's it's his house, it's his barn, and these people come into his house and barn and start, you know, pointing guns at him and trying to take his things. This is one of those moments where, generally speaking, you know, everybody except the farmer and Travis are the bad guys here. Oh
0: God! Well, <sighs> let's give let's give Brandon a minor benefit of the doubt because I don't think that the well, okay, because the real argument wasn't. The dude bros. The real argument was Travis and Chris. Oh no. If I agree. you remember like I think maybe Brandon threw in a no, we're not we you know, we want this chicken or something like that. Like maybe one just cursory, like but we found the chicken.
1: But we found it, that makes it ours.
0: Yeah. It's hard to look at this show and know that these two characters are so extraneous to the plot we want oh yeah they should this travis and chris should have ended with them getting in the car and going or when they walked off and and nick was like or when they told
1: nick we're going away we're going away and you could come back to them at a later season and see what became of them
0: or you know maybe or
1: not yeah (laughs) yeah Maybe just never ever hear from them again. Um, but like I said, if there's nothing else, then we get this moment where Travis looks at Chris as he and, holds the gun, and he sees him for what he is—for what Madison and Alicia
0: have been telling him he is—for the entire this season of things. And
1: and the look on Travis's face—he says, "I mean, he's the elu- uh, Okay, I uh, I'm about I I was about to say. The illusion has been shattered, the chance that he can actually do something about this. The look on his face says, maybe not. However, this is this show. Right. And so there is a chance that he has not actually had this revelation yet. And he will keep trying to save his son. Instead of going, no, no, you run along with your little friends now. Why do you go play with your friends outside? (laughs) Good luck. I'm
0: going to I'm gonna stay here and bury guess, this nice man. Who's, this farm. <laughs> yes, I'm going to stay and bury this nice farmer. And uh, then we're going to... I'm going to
1: farm wheat, even though I've never, ever done that before. I have great faith in Travis's ability to develop his skills as a farmer and probably have a more interesting storyline than Travis trying to save Chris. I have every faith that Travis would
0: fail to bring in any crops and die in the first winter. Possibly. This could also be a more interesting story. I just hate them so badly. I just hate them so badly. Tim, Tim, I just (laughs) hate them. How? How does this show think that these are characters
1: we want to follow? I don't know. I I honestly don't know. Because... Am I missing, like... Should I start like looking
0: at blogs and like should I look up Travis and Chris are the and no, like
1: no no is that a thing that exists I have no idea and I don't care because I don't want to devote that much extra time to characters I don't care about uh, why and the thing is, is that both of these are fine actors I mean they're they're they are actually acting
0: I don't never seen him in anything and at this point I don't think if I if it was like hey. The kid who plays Chris starring in I'm not playing Chris in this movie. I completely believe him as a sociopath. Like, you
1: know what? I don't (laughs) think so. I completely believe him as a sociopath. I am I am not for a second this kid is got a giant cold emptiness at the core of his existence. Because he is just a terrible, terrible child. Oh god. So anyway So that was that storyline and it is half the episode and it was a painful half the episode because it just kept going. And every time it would come back you're just like, Oh, come on. I don't know what they're trying to do here. I don't know who we're trying to care about in this in this scene. I guess we're supposed to be trying to care about Travis. Maybe we're supposed to to be trying to save his son. Maybe, maybe you just feel like, oh, no, Brandon
0: and Baby James and the other one. You should run. Run while you have a chance. You just don't even know.
1: No, I'm, I, the sad thing is, is I have feel no sympathy for I, or any of them because they are all terrible people. I
0: think next, next episode, no matter what's going on, I'm going to hashtag Baby
1: James and everything. Oh, God. Ugh. Anyway, so on the other side of the story. On the good side. We have Die Hard in a... In a in a zombie movie zombies and die hard so Alicia
0: freshly showered oh yes is trapped in her hotel room right and so she is marking off how many walkers she's seen
1: now did that her marking technique look weird to you it
0: did I didn't understand how she was because it was she I think she was doing one mark per zombie but Mm -hmm. the way that
1: she was doing it made X's so if you we're presuming you've seen the episode right so it's It's that it's a vertical line one Mm -hmm. two three four slash five right Right. so that's that counting measure there but she does one slash
0: two slash three slash four slash five slash now I admit makes me think
1: ten I am older than her by about twice. Mm-hmm. You know, twi- 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 a number of My, years. The last time I had math class was a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. So it's perhaps it has changed. There's some sort of new demarcation. I mean, the, the well, you, okay, wait. Your, your kids have got a math home. I've right? never seen that. I don't even know. <laughs> anyway, it looked really weird. Yes. And so, we even got a jump scare. Cause she's looking at it with a little peephole. Yeah. So you got the zombies wandering past, and then all of a sudden there's a walker in the. In the bird, yeah. Bird.
0: yeah, there it is so she goes she decides
1: to wait till dark (laughs) because okay why not sure because you know yeah it makes it harder to see the things shambling through the darkness and then she
0: makes her escape finds gets the elevator shaft pries open the elevator doors with her teenage lady strength like i told you it's die hard it's die hard with zombies sure okay jumps grabs the cables does not immediately slip on the grease all the way down to the elevator where her legs then shatter and then as the walkers fall down they eat her but is able to hang there and then the walkers fall down right meanwhile the elevator shaft above the elevator doors above her floor open Mm -hmm. and she sees somebody up there and climbs up these uh cables and is rescued by elena oh we skipped the whole first part of the episode where it kind of showed us who Elena was and what her whole idea right.
1: was. So um, she's rescued by Elena, who is the um, was Ho- the hotel manager. Yes. And as the hotel manager, she was helping to oversee a wedding that yes. happened in the early days of the outbreak. Right. Because they were mentioning that they were hearing about the outbreak, but uh, and they wanted to get back to the states as soon as possible uh, because
0: there was they would heard rumblings about some sickness that's making things happen.
1: Right. And so on the dance floor, The father of the bride is dancing with the bride and the mom is dancing with the groom and everything's happy and joyous and then the father of the bride keels over. Has a heart attack. The most inconvenient, convenient heart attack ever. And doesn't stay dead. He revives. Or rather, he stays dead. He comes back as a zombie. Bites his own daughter's face half off. Yeah, that was cool. And things go
0: poorly. Yes. Instead Instead of... Ushering out everyone but those two people, Elena takes her people, like the hotel crew, out of the room
1: and locks the doors. Now we will can recognize the fact that we see two of these characters later in the episode. So clearly Three. All the people that
0: were there were people from the wedding.
1: They all got out. Because, generally speaking, there is not one door into any hotel right. room. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's always a second way out of, of any room, whether it's a balcony or it's, you know, any of those things. So clearly they found a way to get out. Right. This, however, this actions of Elena's did not endear them, endear her to no, the No, in of fact, the rest. she has
0: been for the last several weeks hiding from the wedding party Mm -hmm. and she says there's maybe like 15 16 guests left at the hotel the rest are dead and she's been like moving using with her nephew as help has been moving the the walkers around the floors Mm -hmm. and like doing certain things to keep herself separated from the other guests of the hotel who are super pissed that she uh tried to kill them and then successfully killed many of them i'm sure
1: and they look, you know, there's this, it's a nice little setup up there.
0: Right.
1: You know, uh, lots of bottled water, lots of soda.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the minibar is not going to cost you all that money. The, the no. chips, the, the peanuts in there, or whatever it is. You right. You're going to be set pretty well. Um, but, we've had zombies from the sky last week. So, yeah. we've got Madison and...
0: Madison and Strand are sh- trapped down in the bar. Right. Somewhere.
1: And Ophelia has wandered off, God knows where. God, yeah. So it has to be, you know, it's to, she has to go down and rescue her mom. Yes. And uh, this is not something Elena is particularly willing to do yes, because her dead cousin dead. is missing, and she's pretty sure that the he's been taken either taken by the guests, yes, or, or he's dead. been killed. So they, they,
0: she. Um, Alicia finally convinces her by lying. She was like, Does, do you think your mother would want you to risk your life for you, for her? Mm-hmm. And and Alicia is like, oh, she would die. No, she wouldn't want me to do that. She would die for me. And all I could think was, well, Al- uh, Madison would love it if you would risk your life for Nick. Like, is Nick in danger somewhere? We can risk our lives for Nick. Uh, ob- yeah. because obviously, if this show has taught us nothing, it is that Alicia is the second favorite child of two. And but yet the most capable character <laughs> yes, on the entire show. So far, show. like all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I guess they were like, we got to make somebody do s- worthwhile. We got to make
1: somebody <laughs> worthwhile. We've, we've we've lost all mystery on Strand. Yes. Um. You know, Madison and Strand are still interesting characters, but oh in, yeah, in terms of in terms of being you know the character to follow um i don't know i mean and, nick is turned into a wash on that
0: yeah and i i don't i think that i kind of saw where where the writing on the wall with chris and travis in episode three of the original series yeah or the yeah. first series so now we're down with alicia huh,
1: well they actually she actually does the whole you know help uh, elena um lead the, the walkers off down a hallway, and then she leads them into a room where they seal off the room, and she gets out on the balcony and Elena's not moving terribly fast in this situation, unfortunately, so there's a moment of tension where Is, is poor Alicia going to be eaten? Which we know she's, no, she's not. And there's a whole dramatic, here, hold on to this and the and the curtain comes around of the, of the bed sheet and, and she inches her away around the side of the building and she slips! And she almost falls, but she doesn't, because mm-hmm. that's that, I believe that's the law, that you are sure. required to have that scene in any hotel. Right. Place. And then they get downstairs and discover that the room that she thinks her mother was in, because that was the last room she saw her in, has been blocked off. Has been blocked off, and it's full of zombies. Right. But that's not going to stop Alicia. No, she's going to throw those doors open,
0: by God. Uh, and so that's when the wedding party shows up, and they've got Elena's nephew. Right. And you used to be saying cousin, I've been saying nephew. Who knows? Who cares? It doesn't matter. So they negotiate his release, his release for the keys that Elena has had this whole time. Right. And so then uh, Alicia gives them the keys, they give the nephew, and then Alicia throws open the doors, and the walkers descend upon everyone except uh, Alicia pulls them all behind one of the
1: doors and they're rescued and well we have established then, on The Walking Dead that the door that hiding behind a door at an angle yes will defend you from most zombie attacks right because they can't see you
0: they don't know how to they don't know how that situation works right and and so. Alicia leads her little, or Elena leads the little group to. I'm
1: guessing the management office of the hotel. We go down the the basement, basement. which in a lot of situations, you know, uh, uh, underground is be a bad situation. But mm-hmm. considering that probably in this case, there shouldn't be anyone underground, right? So except that, of course, they leave the door, the 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 hatch to the underground, the underground access open, which means you've got, you know walkers falling through it and then following them
0: you know i'm gonna say this i like what our last our death cult from last week called them the muertes
1: the dead yeah, yeah i like
0: that let's use that the dead okay
1: right, the muertes well it's better than uh the what did they call them the wasted the dude the, uh, the, the, the bros and the wasted yeah anyway
0: so that's where we end
1: Well, no, because they get through the tunnels and they're and they're being chased. Oh, right! And they come to a door, and yeah, that was they don't have any keys for right now. And 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 Elena's like, "This door is not supposed to be locked." And then the and and the walkers are closing in behind him, and they're banging on the door and they're banging on the door. (laughs) The door gets thrown open, and And it's Madison. Madison. And And, then yeah, it's um, it's a nice little reunion moment, and that's where we are left off. The actual final scene of the episode is Travis looking at Chris and realizing that his son is the one who, you know, just flat out murdered this guy for no actual good reason. Yeah. After last week, which was really, really interesting television. Yes. And we actually enjoyed it a lot. Oh, look, we're back to. Why? 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 Okay. Dear AMC. No, no. Dear Walking Dead production team. Gail Ann
0: Hurd. Dear Gail, yeah, Gail no, Ann Hurd. Let's just make this to her because I feel like she's an extremely competent woman. And I really think from listening to her in interviews, she is probably one of the reasons that the female characters on both shows
1: are so well written. That's probably that's probably true. And she's also someone who seems to understand, at least on the main show. Yes. That the the producer can make a difference on the show. Right. Okay, so Gail, please figure out could figure out what Fear the Walking Dead is supposed to be. Yes. Because right now it's a bunch it's a show about a bunch of people who are not a group. No. And they're all going off in their own little directions, which is fine. It doesn't have to be a group. It could be an ensemble show about people going off in their different directions. Yeah,
0: and I think some of the better episodes of Walking Dead were the ones where the groups were pulled apart for several episodes.
1: But right now, I don't think the show has any idea what it's supposed to be. No. And there are too many characters who are... Okay, it's one. There's nothing. You can have a story where you've got an anti hero. Yes. Right? Then these, are, these are. That's a, definitely a valid character and a valid form of storytelling. And you can have that. Yes. But it's tough to sustain.
0: Right. And right now. And it's super tough to sustain when the character that you're trying to force down our throats as an anti hero is completely and utterly insufferable. Which one? I'm thinking <laughs> specifically as, as as Chris because I think they're trying. I, I have this bizarre feeling they're trying to like create a character that's like they did with Carol. I I just that's that's the that's how I I'm I'm not sure if I'm I'm getting that right that
1: feeling right. See, I don't see that, but I also don't see any point for me. There's no reason for me to to have any sympathy for Chris whatsoever.
0: No. The the first part of this season, there was such a like is he or isn't he? Yeah. Are we seeing what we think we're seeing, or are we see? Or is there something else going on? And I think this episode answered that for us. No, we're oh, yeah. seeing what we are what we thought we were seeing.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's a very sick young man, who is who Travis's plan to take him away from other people is probably the kindest thing that can be done for him. That's not what's going to happen. They could have him look at some flowers. That's not what's going to happen with this show. But I also don't care. I don't, I don't, I'm not looking for Chris's redemption arc. No. I'm not
0: looking for, I don't care if Travis and Madison ever get
1: back together. In fact, I hope they don't. Although I have to say, the thought of them getting back together right now would be some of the laziest writing for two reasons. One, it's, they're like, how far apart are they now? We don't know. No one I mean, knows. Who they, cares? They shouldn't be. They should not be able to find each other ever again. Right. Um. I, actually, I that's feeling... the that's the reason that matters. They should. They are physically so far apart from each other right now. They should well, not be able to find each other. If again. I
0: remember correctly, Nick. They told Nick we are heading west. Have them go east. Or something, something like, like that. that. That and he did.
1: Realistically, if you and I did not know where we lived, where the other person lived. And didn't have phones or anything like that. We could wander around Kansas City forever and never find each other.
0: True. And we only live a couple of miles apart. Exactly. And so... And we had no way to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. If 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 you left right now mm-hmm. and said, I'm heading east. <laughs> yeah.
1: There were, yeah. I would be like, okay, see you never. Yeah, because how would you find me again? Yeah. And that's exactly what we have here. There's no phones. There's no... I mean, you can't even write a letter to somebody. There's just no way to do this. But inevitably, I guarantee you, by the end of this season... They'll be back together. Maybe not. There's only a couple episodes left. Mm. Mm. But, but middle of next season. Middle of next season, they will somehow have managed I, to, to... I am still... I'm ugh. still really hoping... I'm,
0: I'm hoping with all of my heart that Travis and Nick die. I really, really am. And I just... I just... I don't
1: know. I guess I should feel worse about feeling that way. Well, the ratings for this season are pretty awful. There's a chance, I would say, if it was me, I would be AMC going, all right, well, you want another spinoff of Walking Dead? Just not this one. The opening, the, the, the first episode back was really bad numbers. Really? So I don't know if we're getting a season three. Who knows? So anyway, anyway, that's enough of. That's oh, enough of this show. It's enough of this show. Last week was so much better than this. This is just ugh. Anyway, thank you for listening to us, folks. We will be back next week with more Fear of the Walking Dead as we try and figure out what this show is trying to do with itself. Right. And if we can have more Alicia, please, that would be awesome. I, uh-huh. you know, uh, the Alicia Madison Strand show just give us that alright that, that, that'd be more interesting than what we got happening right now for yeah show. anyway thank you for listening thank you Destin thank you you will find us on iTunes and uh, podcast.com and all sorts of places you can find us on the website sci-fi for and our subsection on there horror for thank you for listening folks we will be back next week and uh, whether we like it whether... or not <laughs> exactly this has been a presentation of horrorforme.com. Copyright 2016 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. This is Sci Fi for Me Radio. <laughs> <laughs>